Hi guys, welcome back to My Opinion and Women for Women Wednesday. Today I have Lori with me and I am so excited to have her here. Lori, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. So Lori and I were introduced through Tam and you just had, um, you contributed to a book women who boss up that just became a number one bestseller on Amazon. So congratulations. Thank you so much. It's surreal. We're yeah. so excited. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that first, Lori. So um, the good news is that the books that are purchased on Amazon are actually going to a charity. So um, it's going to a singles mom's charity. So we're really excited that people have been contributing to that and, um, so the book itself is called Women Who Boss Up. We're part of, it's a series and we're the second edition in the series. So our focus is on health, wellness, and lifestyle. So there's 16 of us who have collaborated together, who have um, put our story of how we've overcome a life crisis um, with a positive mindset. And so I'm just very blessed to be one of the um you know, collaborators that Tam has asked to be part of this project. I know that's so exciting. I know we love Tam. Shout out to Tam. Oh my God, that's so incredible. So I obviously have been on your website and we have been trying to connect and I'm so glad that we finally are. But um, tell me a little bit about your story and your, your part in this book, because obviously that's why you were included. So tell me a little bit about you and your evolution and how you got to where you are right now. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm happy to share this. Um, so by education, I'm a pathologist assistant. So ultimately what it means is that I worked with tumor, my tumors, my entire career. I'm a tumor expert. And I've worked with um, metastatic cancer patients in helping them uh, get genomic studies and any study that's going to support their their treatment is what I've done. And um, I ended up missing my baseline mammogram when I was 40. So at 41, I ended up visiting my primary care and apologizing that I didn't make that happen. And her response back to me was, Lori, don't worry about it. They just changed the guidelines to 45. And at oh the time gosh. I was like, okay. And um, so I went home, I kind of like, didn't really dismiss it, but I was just like, I'll deal with it later kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I woke up to a dream where I was riddled with cancer. Oh so I called up my best, yeah, terrible. I was panicked. I called up my best friend and I said to him, I'm like, please hold me to account. Like I have to make this mammogram appointment. Mm -hmm. And in hindsight, I don't know why a mammogram is what came to mind. Like it could have been anything, right? Mm -hmm. So I went ahead, I called, I scheduled the appointment and the very next day they had an opening, which never happens. What? So I go there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So I go I go there, they call me back for a re-imaging. And because I've been in the field, I didn't, didn't get concerned because I know that's common. So I get there the next day, I get a second imaging done. They then start doing ultrasound, which is also something very common. But I was alerted to something when they started going into my axillary nodes. So they were measuring my lymph nodes. And by the time they were on image 65 in my armpit, I was like, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. So I then went into survival mode, right? It's what you do. And I, you know, the universe puts you exactly where you need to be. I was working for a breast oncologist 
and he in a major cancer institute and he just took care of me within two and a half weeks. I was in for surgery and, you know, I began my healing journey, but I was getting treated where I worked. I knew exactly what the hospital system was like. I knew the language. I knew all of this. And yet I was still overwhelmed. And I had an epiphany that if I feel this way and I'm the go-to person for people in my life when they're having a health crisis, how the heck does anybody else get through this? Mm -hmm. So it propelled me forward into becoming a coach. And I support women who are going through life crisis and getting them beyond the fear and getting themselves back into living a life they love. And that's really how it started. And that's how Tam and I connected for the book. Um, She heard my story and I have a podcast as well. Mm -hmm. And I had her um, previous, you know, the first edition authors on my podcast. And so she and I just connected that way. And, you know, it was, it was really, um, I was at the right place at the right time. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I love your story. I obviously read about it on your website and, you know, knowing that we've been trying to connect. So, so happy for you to share it with my listeners. And it's a very uh, unique story because not everybody talks about like signs or dreams. And I'm so into this. I've always been very intuitive very much. Everyone always says, Oh, I'm an empath. I'm an empath. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of us out there, but I, I truly am. And one of my gifts is dream, right? Like I dream things and Mm -hmm. I know they're going to happen and this happens to you. And so I find that so fascinating about your story. And I think it's so important, especially as women, we're very intuitive. If we feel like something's wrong or we get a sign, we need to go with it. And you are proof of that in your story. Like incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Because, you know, I'm sitting here now at 45, Mm -hmm. which is when I should have gone and gotten my imaging, right. That my primary care. Mm -hmm. And I am clear based on how I presented that I would not be alive today. Wow. I mean, that's like, I have to sit with that for a moment because that's insane, yeah. but congratulations and what an accomplishment. Thank you. And I mean, that's so, I, I guess so, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, I mean, it is, but you know, I really commend you for listening to your, your dream. I mean, that's your intuition, yeah. you know, that's yeah. whatever you believe in divinely speaking to you. Right. I truly believe that and looking out for you. And so I, f- I find it so fascinating too, that you were in the field and then this happens, but I, you know, this is clearly your calling. So tell me a little bit about what it's like to work with you. I'm sure it's incredible because you've been through this. So what types of women work with you? You said overcoming, you know, something like you've gone through, but I would imagine any kind of crisis or any kind of significant thing in their life. So tell me a little bit about that. So, you know, the thing is, is that I work with any women who are really just struggling in finding the good right? That's how I like to put it. I've been through a divorce. I've been through cancer. I've been through, you know, we just lost our home with the Nashville tornado. So I've been through a natural disaster and people look at me and they're like, how do you keep moving forward? Mm -hmm. And my response to that is always, why not? So what I, what I do with clients and what I really love and how I really love to support them is to be their ears for their own greatness. Like that's what I listen for. And then we just work beyond the circumstances of what's holding them back. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what 
your circumstance actually is. We just work through all your considerations, the fear, and then we just empower you, right? Like we have, the, I have this distinction that you could either be a survivor or you could be a warrior. Like the word survivor for me makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Like I find that you are just at the effect of life. If you're just, you know, blowing in the wind and that's not what I want to do. Like, so I call myself and I call my tribe warriors because we go and we educate ourselves. We surround ourselves with the tribe that's going to empower us. And we go toward battle with all of our might. And then we fight for our life, right? And the life that we want to live. And it's ultimately like what the foundation of, of my coaching is, what my programs are about why I was so excited to be part of this book um, because it's just really embodies what it means to live courageously. Yeah. And I hope that resonates for people. Like, I just hope I explain that to that people can see that my heart is with you. I am here to serve and I believe everybody should live an amazing life. I love that. I mean, it's resonating with me. So I hope it resonates with my <laughs> listeners too. <laughs> but I had no idea that you had lost your home. So I'm so sorry. I knew about those, uh, you know, the two other aspects of your life because um, it's a part of your story, but I had no idea about your home. So I'm so sorry about that. But I love your perspective. I'm blown away by your perspective. And I love that. So this is your phrase, obviously. Why not? I love that. Um, mm-hmm. That you say, yeah. you know, how, you know, when people ask you, how can you move forward? How can you, well, why not? Um, well, and you know, my personal. And how, kind of, how can you not? Right? Yeah. But yeah. I was just kind of going there. It's like, you're reading my mind, Lori, because you know, that's something, that's what I say when, you know, people hear my story and things that I've gone through, you know, they'll ask me like, oh my gosh, how did you get through that? And I'm like, what choice do I have? Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to, you know push through this and fight past it and get to the other side, the bright and shiny side yeah. where I know everything good exists to, to speak your language, but, um, or do I just lay down and, you know, crumble in it? And that's just not an option for me. And I love that you are, you know, saying that you guys are a tribe. I think it's so important to surround yourself right. with a, a good support group. Don't you think that's really important to have the right people around you? Oh, absolutely. Community is everything. And, you know, especially during a life crisis. So thank you for bringing that up. Because during a life crisis, you need to surround yourself with people who are going to allow you to, you know, vent when you need to vent, cry when you need to cry, scream when you need to scream, and then, you know, support you in that. But then also they're like, shake you and you're like, enough. Now Mm -hmm. it's time to get moving, right? When you can't do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. And especially when you go through something like cancer, people always say the weirdest things to you. Like people don't know what to say and they kind of don't really mean to do it, but they end up doing it anyways. Like, you know, like the worst thing to say to somebody like me who's had a bilateral mastectomy is, Mm -hmm. oh, well, at least you got a boob job from it. Like, oh my God, people said that to you? (laughs) That's so weird. People say that. It's so weird. It's terrible. Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah, it was a traumatizing experience in my life and I don't see it that way. Yeah. So the thing is though, is that in that moment you have a choice, you could either just be empathetic to the point that they just don't understand what you're going through Mm -hmm. and just give them that grace or, you know, or you could cut them out. And I don't believe that you should cut people out. I just believe like, let them be themselves, but really hold your own energy and protect your energy and yourself 
to just getting like, that's just them. They're not thinking about you and just let them be like, don't, don't, don't go toward the hatred side for people. Like, and it's okay to like cut people out for a while. Like don't Mm -hmm. talk to them for a while, but don't, you know, like nobody wins by, by standing in hate. Right. You know, so it's like, just understand that they just don't get it and just put them in a little cabinet for a while and close them up until you're able to deal with them. You know, I, when I went through my journey, when I went through my journey, I knew I couldn't handle other people's emotions, Mm -hmm. right? Because I was always the rock for my people. I was always the person that people came to for strength. And I knew that if I showed any weakness, that that would have my foundation crumble. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I needed to be a strong person in this. And I needed to, if I was going to do that, I needed to limit whose emotions I was dealing with, if that makes any sense. So 100%. I literally didn't, Mm -hmm. I literally didn't share what I was going through with significant people in my life for over a year. Wow. And it caught, it caused some friction, you know, Mm -hmm. some relationships still have yet to be repaired. They're repairing slowly, but it's like, I get like, they don't understand where I was at. Mm-hmm. And they're just upset because I didn't share it. Do you this know, is like, really so they're- interesting that you're bringing this up because I personally, I mean, obviously I have not gone through cancer and what you've gone through. So again, I'm just in awe at, at your advice and, and your experience, but you know, through some of the, the trauma that I've been through in my life, I've done similar things. I did not share things with mm-hmm. my family. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't learn that kind of method until I was in my thirties. And it just, so it's kind of like, I did it naturally because I was so, so traumatized and so sad and so lost. And I just couldn't handle it because much like you, I was the rock always. And you get to a point where you're like, I can't take anything else on. Like I need to, I need to take care of me. And so, um, they don't like it so much sometimes because you've always been there. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. I I understand that completely 100%. And (laughs) I really love what you said too, about, um, you know, when these individuals said things to you and they were maybe not the nicest thing to say, or just awkward, it's really about them. They don't know how to handle it. Situation. They don't know how to react to it. And so they'd rather say something than maybe just be there for you and say nothing at all, which is probably the better solution. Um, so yeah. it's, it can be a little odd, but you are, are giving the great advice to my listeners by saying that, you know, it's really about them and to have empathy is the receiving end. And that's something I've had to learn. And I think we all have to learn. And I mean, what a, what, what a lesson to learn going through what you have. I mean, that's, that can be tough. You know, you're in a very vulnerable state and then you have people saying these crazy things. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing too, that I learned is that like, we don't want anybody to experience what we've gone through, the trauma that we've endured. Of course. And so when I stand there and I think about that, it makes it a lot easier to be like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's okay. I get it. It's okay that you just bought me a shirt that says my boobs just try to kill me. Like, I get Oh my God. You, that that's, you just don't get it. Like, yeah. and every day when I, when I, you know, I look at myself, like I'm changed, I'm different, but mm-hmm. I choose to stand in that I'm going to be powerful in 
not, and that I'm going to make a difference. So yeah. it's okay. It allows me to like forgive them that they just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because you forgive for yourself. You don't forgive for them. Yeah. Right. So, you know, yeah. and you have empathy really because you know, it's, it's about you finally, right? Because yeah. you've always been the rock yeah. taking care of other people. But, you know, going through these experiences, it really does teach you how to forgive. At least it, it taught me to forgive even deeper than I ever knew. Yeah. Um, because Definitely. you realize it's not about you. It's a reflection of them. And that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And people handle adversity you know differently and that's why I love this book too is because you get 16 different perspectives as to what's an option for you to do and you know people are going to respond differently to the same um stimulus right yeah. so it, it, it's a conversation that I have a lot about you know spouses cheating being unfaithful not being emotionally available um yeah. really bad things and you know the conversation that I have is like, look, they did what they did because they're dealing with whatever they can or can't deal with. Like yeah. you get to choose how you want to proceed. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't make you a failure. Like if your your spouse cheated on you and you choose to stay, like that's your choice. Yep. It's okay. People are going to be really upset about it and they're going to tell you you shouldn't. But if you choose to stay and and recognize that they just did what they needed to do to get through it. And now they're back as your rock. Like maybe there's some forgiveness that can be had there. Of course. Yeah. I mean, forgiveness is is huge. I mean, we all, we all have to forgive at several points in our life. So people will learn that sooner or later for sure. Definitely. Um, so Lori, tell me a couple of things. One, where can they find the book? I know on Amazon, right. Is that, is that their Mm go-to? Okay. All right. So they can find the book on Amazon. And I also have, if people are like me and want hard copies, then I have hard copies available. Um, They can find that on my website. My website is lorimarini.com. There's a pre-order book um, because they're getting shipped early February. And what I'm doing is for any, for the first hundred people that buy a book, I'm actually personalizing. Um, I am personalizing it and I'm autographing them. Um, And I'll be sending them out myself with a little personal note. I'm really excited to do that. Um, and all of my information is available on my website. So my email, my um, phone number, I actually answer the phone. Um, so if, if you are in crisis, if you need some support, I offer a 20 minute complimentary session, um, you know, to, to just get you on your way. And even if you choose not to continue on as a client with me, like I would love to support you. And I also have a free um, downloadable uh, PDF of my 10 daily habits to wellness. That is a checklist that's available for everyone. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Lori. I will include your website on here so all the listeners can go. And if you guys want a personalized book, which I think is incredible, um, you can get it straight from Lori. Um, I would definitely book that call um, with you as well, Lori. That's a Incredible and download that free guide. Thank you so much for being on the on the show today, Lori. It was so much fun having you. This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. All right, and thank you guys so much for listening to Women for Women Wednesday on My Opinion. We'll see you back here next week.